Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack, back at it again with the white vans, except no white vans, as always, you guys know. I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm going to get a pair of white vans, and you guys won't be able to tell me anything, because I'll have my white vans. Um, but I'm back at it again with another awesome episode of Anime Talk. Today, I have um, a special guest on my last episode, for those of you who are following the show. Um, this is the last episode of my Women's History Month uh, special. So I have Mindy um, from Drunk Bitches Be Like. So how are you doing today, Mandy? I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I guess I should have gave you guys a disclaimer at the very beginning. You know, I don't do disclaimers, but you will definitely hear that word a couple of times. So if it makes you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> go ahead. And uh, this may not be the episode for you. Um, but uh, for those of you who, you know, follow the show, you know that normally when I have a new guest on, I always do an interview. Um to kind of get to know the person behind the podcast and then we do two anime reviews so i'm i'm excited to kind of get into that and um i'm excited to learn more about mindy as i'm sure that you all are and uh talk some really dope shows so i can't wait to get into that part um uh, before before I get into everything, though, I want to thank you, as always, each and every one of you uh, for listening and sharing the show. Without you guys, you know this wouldn't be nearly as fun and or rewarding. If you're not already following me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AnimeTalk12. That's AnimeTalk, the number one and two. There you will find any... Um, updates and regard and news in regards to any giveaways and upcoming episodes um as of right now um, i don't have any giveaways like i said the the standing giveaways if you want a sticker just reach out to me on one of those social media tags um on instagram or twitter and i'll send you a sticker um and as far as upcoming episodes guys we are right at the end i have one more episode of season four and we will officially have 80 episodes of anime talk i'm excited about that i'm happy about that but you know what happens after we hit 20, right? We're going into a hiatus. I'm going back into hibernation for three weeks um, to, to prepare some uh, some great content for you guys. So just give you a heads up. One more episode, um, which will be episode 20, which will drop next week. And then I'm gone for three weeks. Um, I've been giving you guys a countdown. So if you don't hear anything for, from me for three weeks, just know I'll be back. I will be back in my Terminator voice. Um let me know when you guys follow if you like or dislike an episode. I love interacting with you, the fans. Um, and as always, there may be spoilers ahead, so you have been warned. Shout out to the homie Alejandro. And Mindy, I will give you an opportunity to tag your park, your, uh, your show here. Sure, thank you. Um, and thank you for having me on. We are Drunk Bitches Be Like. My friend Brandy and I um, started recording a year ago in January. And the idea was to have some drinks, some cocktails. Um, some beers and um, kind of have the same conversations you would have with your friends uh, about four hours into an evening out. So trying to solve the world's problems. Um, <laughs> we haven't done that yet, but we're going to keep trying just for everybody's benefit. 
So you're giving back to the people. That's what we do here, guys. We give back to the people. There you go. Um, <laughs> but you can find us any place you find podcasts. Um, we have uh, audio only. Um, we just did our first live podcast. That didn't go great. Uh, you need to have really good Wi-Fi for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. I, I know those. I know that all too well. <laughs> but next time, we'll get them next time. There's always a next time as long as you keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I guess now that we've kind of gone through some introductions, um, and obviously we got, I got my long spiel out and you were able to tag your show. Are you ready to jump on the hot seat, Mindy? I sure am. All right. Awesome. So in the hot seat, um, so name the first anime that you've watched and how were you introduced into it? Like, how did you fall in love with it? So the first anime I watched was Inuyasha. And the way that I was introduced to it is uh, when I lived in Florida a long, long time ago, back in 2004, I had insomnia. So I would stay up uh, a very long time at night. And Adult Swim was pretty much all um, anime back then. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they'd have like a family guy and a Simpsons, and then it would be all anime. And I came in, uh, I don't know, it was... uh, by the time I came in, they already had all of their companions. So it wasn't just Inuyasha and Kagome. Um, so I had to kind of catch back up. But the style of it was beautiful. The relationships I liked a lot. So um, because I liked that, I just continued to watch every other show that was on. And then I kind of uh, became addicted. I refer to it as basic bitch anime. So it's, it's something everybody's heard of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, all of the anime that I watch is usually something everybody's heard of. Um, so, uh, I just from there, the, I like the culture of it. I like the style of it. Um, so that's where I jumped into anime. Awesome. That is, that is awesome. Like I, I always ask that question because I'm always curious and I feel like still to this point, I don't think that anybody has has duplicated a show like i think that every time i ask somebody on my show what was their first show i feel like everybody's giving me a different answer so that's good i feel like that's that's awesome it is prolific the amount of uh, material that's out there (laughs) yeah well i mean it's just crazy because when you think about first ones you know some people say the dragon ball z's or some people say like the pokemons and stuff like that but it's always cool to hear like your inuyashas or um, your Yu Yu Hawk shows or like Cowboy Bebops or One Pieces, you know, it's always cool to kind of hear because like you said, there's so much anime out there. So it's awesome. Absolutely. Um, so the next question then, so what are you watching now if you're watching anything anime wise? I uh, subscribe specifically to High Dive so that I could rewatch The Big O. Um, okay. It was they didn't even rerun it on Adult Swim. They played it. They played, um, there's very few episodes of it. Um, mm-hmm. Just the original season. There were some weird disconnected, um, like a second season. And I think a movie that just didn't make sense to me. But the first season was on and then it was off and they never played it again. Yep. And then you could buy the DVD online for like $140. I think they made seven of them and people just kept raising the price. So I'm rewatching the Big O. Um, I'm trying to introduce my husband to uh, Samurai Champloo, and that's going well. He's <laughs> it gets a little repetitive for him, but yeah. um, it's interesting. So yeah, I'm uh, jumping back into those two. Um, a lot of it was a lot of the impetus was you reaching out. I was like, man, I forgot how much I loved watching these shows. 
Well, I'm glad that I could, I could, uh, I could, I could kind of start back that the uh, the the love and just kind of get you back into it. You know, it's it's like a good, it's like a good show that you watch, right? You just wanted to kind of draw you back in, so I'm glad I could help out with that. Um, those are really great shows. I think that, like, I love Samurai Champloo and I love Big O. So the simple fact that she said both of those again, two shows that I really, 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 really love. Um, so it's awesome that you guys are kind of getting into it. Plus, like, shout out to spouses who are willing to sit down and like nerd out and watch like some anime and stuff like that with you. So shout out to your husband for that. That's he's he's a real one for doing that. I appreciate it because I think the whole anime thing missed him. Like he's into video games, and um, I I just think it missed him. He's a lot younger than I am, so I think it missed him completely. So. I, I'm happy that he joined me. He can't get on board with Supernatural, but he can get on board with this. Hey, you know, it, it's, it starts somewhere, right? We want him to start somewhere. Right. Shamrock Shampoo, <laughs> like I said, is a really is a really dope show to get started off with. Um, so that brings me to my next question. So how can you tell if an anime is good or not? Like, how do you build your judgment around it? Man, that's so subjective. Um, so for me, it is... Uh, it's the relationships, and to, uh, I'm going to have an, unpo- uh, an unpopular opinion. I don't like for things to be incredibly repetitive, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be told the exposition of the character, the main character, over and over again. So I'm sorry for those people who like Naratu. I, I can't stand that they tell me about this kid that was... <laughs> that they go over and over his backstory constantly. Yeah. Um, so I just like the story to pick up, give me a little, here's what happened the last time and move on. Um, I like it to be a little sarcastic, a little funny. Um, uh, I like it to be a little dark. Um, and so it's usually got to have something with the main characters that just clicks for me. Yeah, no, that's, that's very fair. And I agree with you. I'm, I'm one of those type of people, like I watched Naruto, absolutely love Naruto, um, there are a lot of shows that I can watch that I like like that. I just feel like the to your point, like the repetitiveness, I feel like the majority of those type shows are usually like those main Shonen Jump uh, shows, like mm-hmm. the ones like your your Goku, your, you know, Naruto, your Asta from Black Clover, like those characters that like have that annoying kind of like annoying kind of personality in a way because either they're always yelling or there's some like there was something traumatic that happened a long time ago but like you said they always kind of bring it up and they're like but still feel sorry for this character you know right. like, but I'm, I'm tired of it like I, i've I already cried my tears like right don't, don't make me cry <laughs> about this anymore i understand that he grew up with no family and he was you know taken under wings by this person i get it like let's move on so yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> um, always say like for me, I always love like a good soundtrack, and I love like you said a good um, a good relationship. To me, it doesn't have to be like the it doesn't have to be the main thing, and I say that all the time. It doesn't have to be the main part of the show, but I'd love like that sneaky kind of. Are they going to get together? You never know. You know, I kind of like that one more so. Right. Um, but but yeah, no, a good relationship is good too. Well, we're going to talk about that when we get into the review. Because, exactly. Yeah. That was exactly. a little uncomfortable when I watched that show. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's uh yeah, this is going to be interesting. Guys, you you're in for a treat. It's some shows that you guys have probably known about. Spoilers ahead. 
and they're not really spoilers at this point because if you didn't watch the shows, then you I don't know what you've done with your life. <laughs> um, so let's move on um, to more. Um, I guess I'm going to ask another question, then we'll get into a little bit about your show. So, name your top three anime characters if you if you uh, if you had to. I don't know, sit down and think about it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I am going to find the notes. I took notes. I uh, am a, uh, a nerd. Um, so mine come from different animes. Uh, some of them, um, I don't know if they're even considered main. Yeah, a couple of them are main characters. So for Samurai Champloo, um, Mugien, mm-hmm. um I love him. I loved him from the very first episode. I love that he almost gets them killed every five minutes because of mm-hmm. his mouth shut. Um, but I like that he can back it up mm-hmm. because he's an excellent swordsman. Um, but I, they wrote him so smartly. Um, the quick wit. Um, I like that he's a good um, foil for uh, how stoic Jen is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I kind of never, you know, that will they, won't they thing. I kind of always was waiting for something to happen with Fa, but it never did. Yeah. So um, she was all about that sunflower samurai. So. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the, the samurai uh, that smelled of sunflowers. <laughs> like she just wanted to find her dad. She didn't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the other, uh, one of the other characters was Dorothy from the big O. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting how they introduced her character, how they talked about her like she was a real live girl. Um, And then, you know, they find out that she's an android dedicated to somebody's daughter. But her making the conscious choice, even as an android, to separate herself and um, dedicate herself to Roger, um, keep him in kind of line, but also protect him. Yeah. So I really liked, uh, she's a strong character that, um, I don't know, I just saw a lot of promise in her. I wish the show would have gone on. It was kind of sad. Yeah, it was. And I, that's, that's probably one of my first like beginner shows that I really got into. And it was crazy because that started like that first like big love for like Mecca's. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, it was just kind of like, oh my goodness, this is going to be amazing. And it was like, wow, there it is. I'm like, <laughs> No, I want more. <laughs> Give me something. Right. Um, and then the last one I was looking up. So uh, this is so bad. I was at a Comic-Con, uh, like a anime con, a local one um, here mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. And we were at a voice. Uh, we were looking at a voice actor. Uh, I'm going to murder his last name. It's Greg Ayers or Greg Ayers. Okay. And um, he did the voice, one of the voices, and I think he's uh, Ganta in Dead Man Wonderland. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, I have never, I don't even know what this is. And I'm looking it up, and I see the, the like an uh, an image of it, and I was like, oh, I've watched this before. I just had no idea what the name was. Yeah. Um, Shiro. So. Shiro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that character because part of that character is so childlike. And so innocent and because of the trauma um, has that grotesque side. Um, And then, you know, there's some of the story that they kind of leave out or leave to your imagination. Like um, did, um, did Shiro do some of the things that she did? They actually tell you some of the reason why she did it, but um, she's so complex because the part that they leave to your imagination is, did she help 
put him in Dead Man? Did she help put Ganta in Dead Man Wonderland just so she could ask him to? I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. Just so she could ask him to end her life. Yeah. Um. So I loved her character. It's uh, he didn't see it coming either. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and it's interesting that you say that because I know this this particular show, for those of you who who have watched it, then you know exactly what I'm about to say. But for this particular show, there is like a fandom that follows this show that has been screaming since since the end of this show, like to get more of this show. Like there's every time I feel like on all of my um on all of the groups that I'm in. Like right now, mm-hmm. everybody is everybody is like, oh my gosh! Like, I have to, I have to have more of this. Like, give me more Dead Man Wonderland, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I don't think, I don't know if we'll get it, um, because I know that it can it aired, it aired in what 2011. I was looking it up. It aired in 2011, and I'm like, we're 11 years past. Like, I mean, yeah. a lot of shows are starting to come back, like right now, like which I'm excited because Bleach is getting ready to come back, which I can't wait for the Thousand Year Blood War. Um, I've talked about that on the show. I can't wait to to watch the new, you know, the new stuff. But I'm like, I just don't know if we're ever going to get more Dead Man Wonderland. But it was an absolutely amazing show. I can't, yeah. I can't agree. It was amazing. It's the firefly of anime. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was amazing. But I mean, it, and it's such a quick. I mean, with twelve episodes, it's it's a quick watch. But then once you get done, it's one of those shows like you you watch, 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 and then when you get to the the end, you're like episode 13 let me click on it you're like oh there's no there's nothing else yeah so yeah that's really really sad um really sad (laughs) um okay so now kind of switching gears now we're going to talk more about you and your show um because obviously that's what i brought you on not just to talk anime but also to talk about your show um so the first question that i would ask is what made you decide to launch your podcast and what's your uh, what, what's one of your favorite episodes you've recorded? So I was um, out having drinks with a friend of mine. We only get together uh, every six or seven months. We just have busy schedules. And <laughs> she and I are both really involved in politics. She's involved in sports. I let her go off about that because I have no idea what she's talking about. But I'll support her um, <laughs> when she's talking about it. Um, but we're both involved in politics. We're both involved in current events. Um, you get like six beers in you and you have a lot of great ideas. Um, and I wanted to replicate that. Everybody has a conversation with your friend, depending, you know, uh, whether you imbibe or not, you guys get into these conversations at like three o'clock in the morning. And I just wanted to relate to people on that level. Um, so I talked to a friend of mine and she said, that's a great idea. Um, not the one who the idea originated with because she has an um, a budding career in the legal system, and she wants to keep that job. Um, so we just decided it would be a good idea, and that's where we launched from. Um, who doesn't want to get lightly intoxicated and make a recording with their really good friends? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. <laughs> um, what's one of your favorite episodes that you've done so far? Uh, we submitted one for Indie PopCon, and we actually, I'm going to toot our horn, we actually won for the Mature 18 Plus um, category. What, what? Yeah, we're going to go for it again this year. But the um, episode that we submitted, the one that I would tell people, if <laughs> the first couple of episodes are rough of any podcast. Um, but the one I would point people to is episode eight. So you can find out why my partner in crime does not like Punky Brewster. 
everybody likes Punky Brewster, but she does not like Punky Brewster at all. Um, so that was uh, one of our favorite episodes and um, one of uh, our most downloaded ep- episodes. Awesome. Yeah, I got to go back and listen to that one because <laughs> now I got to find out why. Um, but that's awesome. It's I always always laugh or I always laugh slash like love when I hear um, somebody come in that talks about like, you know, the banter, because that's one thing that I enjoy, especially like when it comes to these collaboration episodes on my show, because normally it's just everybody just listening to my voice, which I know, you know, eventually as, as silky smooth as everyone tells me that it is, right? I know that it, I know that eventually it is, you know, it ends up kind of being like okay here it's just Matt talking again <laughs> so it's also it's always awesome and I always love um, asking that question when um, I have someone on that has a get or you know like they have co-hosts on their shows because it's it's funny to always hear like the banter right the back and forth mm-hmm. to be able to have two separate sides of an opinion because um, on my show you know I rule with iron fish you know I just <laughs> I tell you I tell you what you need to think but <laughs> but it's always cool to uh to have somebody else to kind of bounce off of so that's that's awesome to hear yeah we enjoy it you keep yourself in line we hear that um <laughs> I appreciate you having um, the women in podcasting on that you have had on because it is kind of a male dominated um, area um, until you start to get to the indie area. And then um, there are a lot of really good female podcasts out there. And I'm kind of uh, happy that we're part of it. We do it for a creative outlet. Um, We'll celebrate our milestones and downloads, but I thought 10 people, I thought our family would listen to it and that would be it. I was kind of happy to find out other people liked it. So we'll be yeah. on for a while yeah yeah for sure no definitely I, I i i'm happy to have you on and i'm happy that i try to make a habit of doing this and i, I want to do it more than just women's you know history history month and things like that because i think that you know obviously women should be celebrated every day you guys deal with so much whether it be significant others kids work everything that you guys deal with um but at least for the month you know for the month of march if i can even if it's just that giving back i'm always happy to have you know everyone on here to kind of have an opportunity to talk about their shows talk about you know some of their passions talk about some anime if they want to you know things like that so i'm happy to like i said obviously have you on um and kind of talk about that. So thank you. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I guess the last question, because it was kind, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bad qu- way to ask it because I asked it already somewhat. Um, but I noticed you said that it was another friend that ended up having that you and the other friend had an idea, um, had the idea, and then you started recording with someone else. But when, so when did you guys like officially start? When did you officially like sit down and say, "Hey, you know what? We're about to put pen to paper and put some beer into this mug, and we're about <laughs> to sit down and start recording." When did you guys? When did you guys start? It was during the quarantine, is when we decided to do it. Um, we uh, a bunch of people obviously were at home. Um, the uh, brewery that we record out of the host uh, or the host the owner would if you went down and bought a growler or a howler for those of you that don't know that's a 32 ounce jug of beer or a 64 ounce jug of beer he would give you a free passcode to go on and play trivia on Tuesday nights so we're a competitive group and we'd like to drink so we would all go down and do that and um, his girlfriend and I would be in the chat section, just sharing like moo's and um, jumpsuits that we found so that we didn't have to wear like regular clothes while we were at home for quarantine. We could dress like our grandmas. And <laughs> um, he was like, just stop doing that. You're distracting. We had the best time. And in a break, I told her 
I have all this equipment. I just hadn't moved on it. I had a lot of reasons why I hadn't um, in the past couple of years. And she said, that's, that's a great idea. I want to do it. So this was like November. No, this was probably September or something of 2020. And she bought every um, domain that she could think of URL. Yeah. Domain that she could think of um, for drunk bitches be like, and I was like, that's a little much, but we, <laughs> we decided, um, we decided on a date. We started looking at stuff in November of 2020, deciding where we could record um, when, what the format would look like. Um, it's kind of by the seat of our pants. Um, I, I have a list of things that we might talk about, but usually when you're drunk, you kind of get off topic. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we put out our first episode January 1st of 2021. And we're trying to be consistent with like 22 to 26 episodes a year. Uh, we we kind of hit that goal um, in 2021. So 2022, we're just trying to be a little more organized. Yeah. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think a lot of shows started kind of during the pandemic because I know that I was one of those. Like I remember somebody just telling me like, "Hey, you got a good voice. You like anime. You should do a show." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, sure. And then I was like, well, you know, and then everybody was like, well, you know, if you do it, though, nobody's doing anything like nobody, you know, everybody's kind of sitting at the house. So, you know, it's kind of be a a nice little market to kind of tap into. So started. And like you said, I'm I'm right there with you. If 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 it was just one or two people that listen to an episode like I would I'm I'm like, yes, thank you so much, you know, for those right. like two or three people. But when you start seeing your numbers kind of go, you're like, that's really cool that somebody kind of takes the time to sit down and actually listen to me and, you know, values at least at least from a listening standpoint, they value what I'm saying. So. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Did I have one more question? Yes, the last question is, <laughs> um, where can everyone follow you? So this gives you another opportunity to kind of tell us where, where we can follow you. Since, since you bought all the domains, I know we can, we can you know, I'm, I'm sure you we- guys are doing something with those. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but where can everyone follow you if they want to listen to your show? We did, we did let some of those go. Um, we okay. realized we were a bit ridiculous. But um, the website, <laughs> you can find us at Drunk Bitches Be Like Podcast or dbblpodcast.com. Um, and that's the website. You can find us um, any place that you can get um, your podcasts. And if you want to interact with us, the best place to find us is on Twitter. We have all the social medias, but the Twitter is the best one. And that's dbbl underscore podcast. Um, that's also our Instagram, but I don't post much there. It's, I don't have pictures. We don't, we don't advertise our faces. So yeah. <laughs> I don't even no, take pictures of my beer anymore. So, <laughs> no, I, I get that. On on, I'm I'm more active on Twitter too, so I completely understand. Like on Instagram, it's just I literally just upload the the artwork for the episode, and mm-hmm. then I just put everything at the very bottom of the show. I'm like, if you really want to find out, you'll go listen on. You know, you'll either follow me on Twitter, or you'll go listen on um on you know Spotify, Apple, you know wherever you actually listen to the podcast. I don't think that anyone really just goes to my Instagram to listen. If you do go to my Instagram, let me know, guys. Let me know if you yeah. go to my Instagram what you think. I, I I don't do anything special, but let me know if you like it. I don't know. Even if you never ever like one of my posts, if you could please follow, I 
I don't think that people realize how much following does for an independent podcast. So for sure. um, give a follow to Matt, give a follow to any podcast that you listen to. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know if you know this, you can mute us on Twitter. You don't actually have to see what we post, um, but give us a follow because it means something when people are looking to get close to the point where they can get um, sponsors. Mm-hmm, definitely. I'm, I'm not going to have a hundred thousand followers, but there are some indie podcasts that are getting close to being able to do something like that. And it's nice when we can support them. For sure. Yes, for sure. Look, Mindy is on here dropping knowledge guys. That's what <laughs> happens. That's what happens. That's what I do. I find, I find interactive guests that come on here and they drop knowledge. That's what I do. Um, so yeah, I couldn't have said that any better myself. Like I said, please go follow. Fo- please go follow my show. Please follow their show. Like please, just like I said, so continue to support um and help out with the uh, the indie podcasts out there. Those little independents, the the mom and pops of podcasts, if you will. Um, but yeah, so that is the last question that I had for you. So I can let you off of the hot seat, Mindy. Woo! That was a uh, lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for being a good sport. And like I said, just answering those questions. Um, And I guess at this point, um, we'll probably end up taking a quick commercial break um, and hear a word from our sponsor and come back and talk about two amazing shows and give some reviews. So I can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And guys, if you, like I said, stick around after the commercial break and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys, from the commercial break. Um, if, if you somehow made it to this point in the show, and I always make this horrible time joke, but if you somehow made it to the show and, or made it to this part in the show, but you didn't hear the first part where we did um, an interview with Mindy from Drunk Bitches Be Like uh, podcast. I don't know how it happened. I don't know if you just timed me out perfectly where you were able to skip over the commercial and get straight here. But if you did do that, then I suggest that you go back and uh, listen to the first half because we had Mindy on the uh, on the hot seat. So I know that you guys want to hear some of the answers to some of her questions. Um, and surprise, because if you got here, I have a guest on the show. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, so now this is one of my favorite parts. Like that first part is always like, it's, it's a really good part. It's like, it's like the grilled asparagus to, to a good steak. Like it's mm-hmm. a good side, but now we're going to get into the, into the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, so we're going to do two, uh, anime reviews. And, uh, the first show that we're going to start off with is full metal alchemist. So full metal alchemist is is an 8.12 according to my anime list um which shout out to my anime my anime list guys give me an affiliation and a sponsorship i talk about you every single episode i don't know i don't know what else i have to do like you know i'm down to take off my top you need me to take off my top like to get the i will sell myself to get this sponsorship you will um, soap up matt <laughs> i'm telling you i will wash cars i will wash many cars um to get this sponsorship but uh but on the serious note um my anime list um eight gave it an 8.12 um 51 episodes that's just uh full Metal alchemist for those of you who obviously know you know that brotherhood um is kind of like the uh, adaptation version of it has a similar amount of episodes um but it originally aired october 4th 2008 to October 2nd, 2004. So a whole year that we got out of Full Metal Alchemist. Um, so uh, jumping 
kind of into this, I have a synopsis. Basically, Edward, Edward Elric, a young, brilliant alchemist, has lost much in his 12-year life. When he and his brother Alphonse tried to resurrect their dead mother, though, the forbidden act of human transmutation, um, Edward loses his brother as well as his two limbs with his supreme alchemy skills edward binds alphonse's soul to a large suit of armor um so yeah that's a lot and i know that people would be like dude you just bore the whole show nope not even like welcome to the first episode like that, yeah. that 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 is literally <laughs> it like that is that is the first episode not even a spoiler um so yeah so as you know as the guest on the show i'm going to kind of hand it over to you Mindy, and you kind of give us a you know your opinion and i, I mean obviously i'll interject you don't have to talk by yourself but what did you think about this show like how did this show i guess make you feel like you know give me some thoughts on this one so this was one of those things when we talked about earlier how i decide whether an anime is something that i'm going to like the relationship um between some of the main characters um and some of it's complex i actually kind of hate watch edward elric i don't really like him um he's kind of kind of selfish um and uh but the relationship between he and alphonse he's really protective of alphonse and i appreciate that even though alphonse is much more emotionally mature which is weird considering he's a suit of armor right Um, (laughs) um and i think when they say uh in the show, I think uh, there's like a three-year period. They're still teenagers um, when they're in the show, but Alphonse never ages past the age of 10 because right. that's when they sealed him in. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it was sad. It was very, you know, lost orphan kind of story. I felt like the state military really used the boys um, in a horrible, you know, they. I just feel like they used them. They were children. Yeah. Um, so I followed that. Uh, I felt the military was kind of really harsh on the boys. Um, and they were put in situations that, you know, the adults were freaking out about. And they're like, well, this kid's, you know, the best alchemist out there. And his brother's not bad, considering yeah. he's a suit of armor. And um, that, I mean, they got a father figure here and there, but that didn't turn out well. They got... <laughs> They'd get, a, they'd get a mother figure and that didn't turn out well um this is so I true. felt like the kids kept getting bounced around the only um constant in their life were the rock bells and they were kind um, edward was kind of a jerk to them most of the time he just wanted his auto mail fix so uh when he lost his arm and his leg um his neighbors um gave him um auto mail mechanic arm mechanical leg um, cause I think he gave the leg for trying to transmute his mother and mm-hmm. doing the transmutation to bring back his mother. And he gave his arm to seal his brother's soul yep. into the, uh, suit of armor. Um, so he got auto mail, um, and then he constantly has to come back to have it fixed or, um, not because he's growing because he's very sensitive about the fact he's a tiny little boy. <laughs> yeah. He has Napoleon um, complex. Yeah. But he's just mean to a lot of people. And half of the time, I think he's trying to get Alphonse back into his body because he's guilt. He feels guilty Yeah, that they did something that they didn't understand. And half of the time, I think it's because he doesn't want the burden of the guilt anymore. Like yeah. it's, it's for a selfish reason. He just doesn't want the, have any part of that anymore if he just makes him a real boy again then he can walk away from all of it yeah so I, I don't, I, I he's not very that. altruistic yeah yeah I, I i i never thought see and again this is why you have to have the banter right i never looked at it like that but hearing you kind of talk about that i'm like you know what 
That makes a lot of sense because, um, like you said, there's a lot that really goes into this show. Um, again, you know, and and obviously, and I can't say first and foremost at this point, but if you haven't watched this show, you are completely missing out. I'm sorry. Like, this is going to be a good conversation because this show came out in 2003. Like, if you haven't watched it, what are you doing with your life? Like, right. it's been 19 years. Go watch the show. It's amazing. Um, but this show, it 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 drags you through so many emotions. Like there are so many characters, you know, and a a lot of people say, you know, that's one constant in anime, right? Is that you never lock into one character because you never know what's going to happen with that character. Right. But in this show, it drives you, it it forces you to love characters and forces, you know, and certain characters imprint on you. And Mm -hmm. then you're just like, okay, but I'm, I'm living on the edge of my seat because I don't know what's going to happen to this character. I love this character. One of them, like, Oh my gosh. Like I did an episode that I did. Um, it was called like animate 10. I think it was 10 anime deaths that screw me. still screw me up to this day. And there are two in this show alone. I'm not necessarily going to spoil that part because if you haven't watched the show, you definitely need to see it. But there are two deaths in this show. Um, one of them being a, a, a alchemist, um, Again, I'm not going to say a name, but one of them being an alchemist um, and another one um, being, you know, a supporting character who doesn't have a loving father. I'm going to leave it like that. So for those of you who know and watch the show, (laughs) you know exactly who who those two people are. For those of you who don't know, I didn't spoil it for you. So (laughs) good job. (laughs) Um, But it, it just it gives you so much love and you can see. You can see the the support system that is trying to be built there. One of my favorite characters from the show is is hands down like um, Major Armstrong, like still one of my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite guys. Like he's just the big the big baby. Like he's like the big teddy bear, but <laughs> he has his moments. He has his moments where he has to be hard on the boys. Um, and they're just like you said they they were put in they were put in situations that I mean personally like being what 10 10 11 years old when this stuff happened right like i would have folded like i don't care what you say and and i tell people all the time anime like people are like always oh my gosh but dude it's cartoon is this it's not real it's not. i'm like dude put yourself in that situation you would have folded 10 out of 10 times you would have folded you would have sat there and cried like a little baby on the floor at you know your mom's decaying you know upside down turning body and you would have literally just cried and just sat there stuck you know what i mean yeah um but the simple fact that they were able to put pick themselves up um and 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 even when and i think ed i think to your point i think ed was very passionate and he was very he was very optimistic and kid-like at the beginning until that happened like, I right. think he was very much like, hey, I don't I'm I'm kind of new in the world. I don't necessarily know what's going on, but everything will be OK. I'm sure that everything will be OK. But at that moment, when everything happened, his main concern was 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 Alphonse. Like, he was like, yo, Al, Al, what's going on? Like, I'm I'm losing, you know, blood out of my arm and my leg. But the only thing I can think of right now is where is my brother? Like, what's going on? Um, right. And it was just it's it's just very tough. It it starts off and it's and like I said, guys, we're not even talking about the whole show right now. This is episode <laughs> one. Like, welcome to episode one. Um, it's so a yeah, fast it's, it's... shotgun ride when it oh, comes yeah, it out is. because they have to get you caught up. And when we touched on before about repetitiveness, there's not that much repetitiveness no. in this. They'll on occasion like flash back to let you know, kind of, because I came in 
um, they were putting this on like a repeat loop on Adult Swim. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like I came in halfway and then had to just wait until they started playing the seasons again mm-hmm. <laughs> from the beginning. Um, Cause you know, this stuff wasn't online in 2004. Yep. Um, so they handled the show very well and the characters were very complex and it wasn't as, it wasn't as black and white as good and bad. Nope. Um, I, one of my favorite characters is Scar. Yep. Um, he's a horrible person. <laughs> he is. But but that's there's more to him than that, and uh, you you feel so much sympathy for so many of these characters. Um, I'm a sucker for a good character. Um, I can suspend all reality and just fall in love with them like they're a real human being. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, Scar, the whole situation with the Ishbal, like the Ishbalians, um, was absolutely like horrible. Especially, especially because. And I always say that like a really good show will connect, like, will connect the fantasy world with realism, with realism, you know, like like the reality. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that the way that they kind of deciphered and kind of showed the military, the military, uh, the military operations and things like that, with what was going on in Ishbal, like it showed, like if you look through history, you see this happen. So it's not like this is something that you can just say, oh, well, it only happens in anime. No, you, you've you seen this and history has taught you that this actually happens. We're seeing it. Uh, right. It, yeah. It's, I mean, it's going on right now, you know, to a certain degree. So it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it's crazy because like you said, there are characters in this show that you, you align with like the teacher, um, the teacher that, that ends up raising the boys, Azumi, mm-hmm. um, like, oh my goodness, her story, the homunculi story, like the, the, obviously the boys, um, more um Mustang. The, what do they call those? Are those homunculi, the greed and, yeah. Um, yeah. greed and envy and lust and all of them oh and the, stuff, the stuff that they um have to go through because um so what i have forgotten about and i was kind of going back to read um them having to face um hard truths about yeah. themselves because when you um use alchemy in a way that you're not supposed to so when you break the laws of alchemy you have to face your own truth which is like a version of god and they give you some really harsh reality checks yeah. For and sure. uh, you know, I'm—I don't know. The whole thing just pulled at my heartstrings the entire time. It was kind of like um, Game of Thrones. You can't fall in love with anybody because nope. you don't know when they're going to die. <laughs> nope, you are 100% correct. Which, since you brought up the Game of Thrones reference, shout out to Lord Varys. I am a Lord Varys follower to the day that I die. <laughs> you, 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 lovely man. You, you just—I mm, just love Lord Varys. He's an amazing character. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I was I was basic on that one too. I'm I'm Tyrion all the way. <laughs> okay, okay, well, we're good here. Now now you know where we stand when it comes to Game of Thrones. You didn't Sick. you didn't even know that this is like an added like this is this is this is like a little salt bay on top of the episode. It's already good, <laughs> but now you just get a little sprinkle on there. Um, but yeah, so again, if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist, go back and watch Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, or if you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you have watched it, go back and watch it. Like this show deserves to be watched ten thousand times over. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely amazing. Like I said, the character characters are amazing. Relationships are amazing. The support. I've never. I don't. I, I wouldn't say never, but I rarely find a show that I fall in love so much with supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they cast them the, out really well. Yeah. They did. 
Um, they they flush them out really well. Even like even the even the homunculi and yeah. the it, there's a story, um, and you even feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. You feel bad for them. Yeah. The um the animation too. Um, the fact that and they quit doing it kind of once they got more into it, but they kind of did that. Whenever Edward would get mad and kind of lose his cool, they did more of that like Shin Shin kind of anime <laughs> animation mm-hmm. where they kind of cartoon him out and um, you know uh, pound sign his eyes and that type of thing. Um, anytime somebody mentioned his height, but for the rest of it, it was very realistic without being creepy. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't like when you know it's like that weird. 3d kind of animation so me either me either yeah so weird. that's so weird please please uh animation studios if somebody decides to listen to this stop doing that like <laughs> please just just stop. i don't know if there's a, i don't know if there's a focus group somewhere that we need to find and have a conversation with but like stop listening to those people give right? me give me <laughs> give me just plain animation all day you can keep the 3d stuff to yourself um but um my last thoughts on this show before we kind of move on to the next one or until I, I'm going to pass the mic over to you to give some last uh, thoughts on this show. But my last thoughts on this show is forget Hohenheim. Okay. Like mm-hmm. Hohenheim just is an absolutely horrible person. I'm just going to say that um, there are a couple of other people on this show that I would love to give shout outs to that are probably some of the worst characters, but Hohenheim, you know, how how dare you is what I'm going to say. How dare you do what you did and you know what you did to these boys? How dare you do that to them? You are yeah. a horrible person. Like, he is an absolute horrible person. Like, there are some fathers in anime that, like, I, I think I did an episode about this where, uh, and I had my brother on for a Father's Day episode. There are mm-hmm. some fathers in anime that are really bad. But Hohenheim and Shao Tucker, especially Shao Tucker, but definitely Hohenheim, how dare you? That's what I'm going to say. How dare you? I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't imagine. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, he oh, he just. Oh, He's a horrible person. He just is a horrible, horrible person. person. Through and through. A horrible person. Just a horrible person. So that's that's my closing my closing argument on this show. Do you have any closing thoughts before we move on to our second show? Um, my only other thing that I was going to say is um, I, uh, for me, I think one of the most complex characters is Alphonse, um, mainly because he does remain a child. Um, and if anybody pulled at my heartstrings more, um, uh, it wasn't that w- it was just him um, because he is trapped in that huge body um, and he's not a fighter, but he does fight. Um, also, I like it when he accidentally crushes things or knocks things over or breaks things. Um but he is um, the philosopher of the show, too. Um, so if nothing else, uh, get in there for the relationships. Uh, if you're not into the sci-fi part of it, you'll, you'll, you'll deal with that. It'll work out for you. But get in there for the relationships. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I love Alphonse. He is, he is that character that you just love. There's, there's nothing that he does that you just hate. Like you just you literally look at him and you're like, I love you from the very beginning. He's the only character that is driven by purity. Yep. And he he never deviates from that. Nope. He stays along that path of of, like he he doesn't even straddle the the path of good and bad, good and evil. He literally stays on good the whole way through. (laughs) He's very much like, why can't we be friends to every enemy they have? (laughs) Yep. 
he's like literally pleading like, hey, we don't have to fight as as they're fighting him. He's like, we don't have to fight. We don't have to do this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Um, I mean, it's a good show. It's a great show. Um, watch the show. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's yes. Yes. Great. 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 OK. Um. So let's move on to our second show, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so the second show is Inuyasha. You hinted at this earlier, but Inuyasha here, we have a 7.85 ranking, um, 167 episodes. Um, it originally aired October 16th, 2000 to September 13th, 2004. Um, the synopsis is Inuyasha follows Kagome, a 15-year-old girl whose normal life ends when a demon drags her into a cursed well on the grounds of her family's shrine. Instead of hitting the bottom of the well, Kagome ends up 500 years in the past during Japan's violent um, Sengoku period with the demon's true target, a wish-granting jewel called the Shikon Jewel, reborn inside of her. So let's jump straight into this one. How do you... Uh, we're going to follow the same template. Let's get some thoughts and uh, some opinions on this show. Yeah, I mean, it's your basic um, girl is in high school, girl has a jewel embedded in her body and doesn't know it and falls into feudal Japan story. Um, everybody has one of those backstories. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we kind of alluded to this earlier. It's uncomfortable at some points. When I went back and um, was kind of taking a look at it, I, I think I missed the whole part about her being... 15 for some reason or it didn't it got stuck in the back of my head and i just let it go because she's such a good little warrior and she's you know um she takes on a 200 year old demon and makes him sit um and plays with his ears and it's so cute uh yeah. i forgot that she was 15 and i kind of wanted to like refresh my memory so i was kind of going through some of the i went through episode one and then i was picking through some other ones. Cause I'm like, did I really remember this or am I making it up in my head? And um, he's watching her bathe at one point and she's 15 and he's 200. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like this, I don't think they thought this out and they, they rectify it at some point, but I was, uh, yeah. When I went back, I was like, you know, in feudal Japan, marrying a 15 year old or dating a 15 year old, I guess having one gifted to you probably wasn't weird, but in modern times, yeah. We don't just go around handing out 15 year olds to people. <laughs> right. And I think, I think that's the, you know, they always say there's that, there's that loophole slash, you know, gray area, especially when it comes into like shows like this, the sci-fi aspect of, because you kind of, the loophole in this situation, I'm sure that they were not hiding behind, but I'm sure like exploiting was more of, well, she's going back in time he's a demon you know a hybrid demon so we don't necessarily know his age because like he would age you know differently than like a you know than mm -hmm. she would and because like you said it's feudal japan then it's not necessarily weird because she's younger he's a little bit older you know what i mean like i'm sure that was probably the thought process behind it but like you said i mean it still doesn't stop it from necessarily being uncomfortable sometimes um but I remember, I can't remember, I wish I had looked at it before I started, before we started recording. There was an episode, somebody took the time, the painstaking, you know, the painstaking uh, task of, of, of sitting down and counting how many times Inuyasha and Kagome said each other's name. 
Oh, and, I've seen that. Oh my gosh, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is absolutely horrible. I was like, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even think I listened to the whole thing. I think I just fast forwarded all the way to the end on on YouTube, and was just like, what's the final count? Because that's all I care about, and I can't remember what the final count was. But there is so much. If if you want, if you watch this show again. I suggest you watch the show. The show is still amazing. It's an amazing show. Like I, suggest I love it. If you have an adult that doesn't so like when you were talking about Dragon Ball Z and that type of thing, I think that's great to like get kids into it, like get your yeah. kids going. But if there's an adult in your life and they're on the fence or they're not sure, I think it's a great introduction. It's not that complicated. It yeah. moves along. Um, but man. <laughs> yeah, there's this is this is this is a love story through and through. I don't care what anyone says. I know it's an adventure. It's an adventure, you know, anime. And it's and like I said, the animation, the animation is amazing, especially for it's being a two thousand a two thousands um mm-hmm. episode uh, uh, show. The animation is amazing. Amazing. The fighting scenes are absolutely stunning. Like they're brilliant. I love any time um, that you see, you know anyone fight like Moroku is absolutely amazing amazing Shippo is amazing Inuyasha Sango like the crew is amazing everybody that rolls out their fights are amazing the yes um Kilala the fact that yeah Kilala oh my gosh that's my favorite of the yeah. whole thing um uh, she's she's gorgeous yeah. <laughs> yeah they did an amazing job with the animation that i mean they have to animate wind sometimes yeah uh it's it's, it's tough amazing. guys it's tough it's it's really good it's just understand that this is not an underlining this is a over-the-top love story that's what this is is a love story about a, a, a guy who can't move on and his and, and the, mm-hmm. the, in the, the reincarnation kind of picking up where where his where his previous lover kind of kind of fell away like and they just pick it up like it was you know i don't know almost like it was clockwork um yeah they should have counted yeah. how many times they said uh Ki- oh i can't say her name oh Ki- talking about uh, Ki- kikyo yeah kikyo <laughs> yeah because i'm like dude i'm like what is what is wrong with y'all I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it's an, it's, it's a, it's not an underlining. It's a love story. It's a romance story, um, but it's amazing. And I think my favorite character on this show has got to be, and I I say it all the time and everyone is, is like, dude, like, take it easy. No. Okay. You have to put respect on this man's name. It is Lord Shoshomaru. If you are going to call him anything other than that, you're being disrespectful. (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm gonna slap you, okay? It's Lord Shishomaru. Don't call him Shishomaru. Don't call him any pet name, no Shishomaru or anything <laughs> like that. His name is Lord Shishomaru, and he has probably the best swag of any character that I've ever seen in any anime. Like this man has the whole mink look. He's got the the the, the noble kimono. He's got the little the little spine. The Sailor of, like, Moon. <laughs> yeah, he's got like this little like you know the little. Uh, that little like band on one side of his armor where it has like little spikes uh, on the side of it and he just kind of mm-hmm. floats in the air he's got jockin running around at his at his feet he's got ren that he ended up saving the man has drip he has style and then when he turns into his dog form his dog demon form he, he just he looks absolutely stunning so i mean he's, he's everything inuyasha wanted to be yeah everything everything that he wanted to be everything that he wanted to be um, the story is also about like giving more humanity to um, Inuyasha. Um, he True. starts out wanting to become, he's a half demon 
and he starts out, um, so demon dad, human mother, and he starts out wanting to become a full demon. And that's why he's, you know, looking for a way to do it. Um, He's trying to be bad. Um, He's very bad at being bad. Um, Gets incredibly bad. Gets himself caught up for a hundred years or so to it. No, it's not a hundred years because the old lady was young. So probably like 50 years. Uh, gets himself yeah, he was, caught up. <laughs> yeah, he was there for a while though. Um, but he uh, finding his humanity—that's uh, uh, that's what I think Kagome brought to him was his uh, tamping down that demon side. Um, and again, there's humor in it. There's humor in their relationship. There's sarcasm in their relationship. But it is a love story. Um, him slowly having to realize that you know uh, that he's never going to see his lost love again, or and then you know it gets weird. Um, but then he has to move on. Um, and he's got this girl that's right there, you know, pining yeah. away for him. Yeah, this is true. So, um, I just, lo- I, I loved everything about it. Um, and the funny parts are just funny. I love, uh, my husband has no idea what I'm talking about when I'm like, sit boy. <laughs> it yeah. also doesn't work in my household. <laughs> All three of my dogs are females and my husband doesn't respond to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some of the cuter parts are like in the very first couple of episodes um, when she first meets him and she's playing with his ears. I was like, who just runs up to it? She treats him like a little dog. Yeah. He's cute. Her mom does the same thing. Her family accepting the fact that my daughter's hanging out with demons now and she's got to go back 500 years. So everybody wave goodbye and let's go right. to school and let them know she's going to be late. Oh, yeah. They're just like, yeah, just, uh, just, just here's your big backpack full of snacks. Uh, make sure that you get some of the stuff that, uh, that uh, everyone likes. Yeah. Uh, you say Inuyasha likes this. All right, let's get that. Moroku likes this. Shippo likes it. Cool. We'll just pack everything in the backpack, jump down the wheel and we'll see you when you come back. Yeah. You're going to fight really scary demons that might kill you. Yeah, do okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. And Yasha's going to be there to protect you. And, you know, everybody else is. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the, the relationships are, are really good. The interesting one, the one that everyone knew was – actually, I didn't know that they were finally going to figure it out until, like, half – maybe a little bit more than halfway through the show. But Moroku and Sango, I didn't know how that relationship kind of was going to go because for those of you who don't – who haven't watched the show um, – Moroku is like a monk in the show. He lives nothing like he lives nothing like a monk in any way, shape, or form. Um, just by his personality and just his behavior in general. But um, and Sango is like a she's a demon slayer. Like she's like a you know she is you know the 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 equivalent, Yeah, that's what I was say. She's literally like the equivalent of I don't know like like a stealth force. Like she's you know she's a she's a, a beast. Um, but yeah, even with their relationship and Moroku, like then, like you said, seeing the character development w- with Moroku when he had to fight and he was using his wind, his, uh, the wind tunnel mm-hmm. um, and the poisonous insects and stuff like that. So there's a lot in the miasma. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many points. Like you said, there's so there's so many talking points. And obviously this show is it's not tough to talk through. There's just a lot to talk through. Again, it's it's 167 episodes. We can't, there's no way that we can summarize this this whole show other than watch it. Like if you if you haven't watched it, watch it. If you have watched yeah. it, watch it. Like it's 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 good. It's it's good. Like I, I I like it. I remember it. Um and it's and it's tough for me like when I'm watching shows like this, it's tough for me to keep up with these type of shows, especially if they're super long, if they don't 
hold my attention mm-hmm. and so for so for me to be able to remember this because it's not like I sat down and and watched Inuyasha over and over right. again like from start to finish no and I didn't they're very quick they're very <laughs> yeah. quick episodes I think they're like 20 minutes or something um, so you can flash through them and there are characters that sometimes carry over but some of these demons are just there and then they're gone yeah um, so, so you, yeah. yeah so the simple fact that you can do that like that this show stays in my mind and lives there rent-free that I can remember about this show. Like that that shows how, how good this uh this show is. Yeah, I guess I would say I was talking about, you know, like if you have a friend or something that's not into anime yet. I mean if you've got uh, I'm just gonna this is gonna sound so sexist, especially coming from a woman internalized misogyny. Um <laughs> if your girl isn't sure if she likes anime, uh turn her on to this because yeah. this is definitely it's it's kind of lady anime. I don't, it's cute and it's sweet and it's. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, there's, but, but there's also the other side for the guy. It reminds mm-hmm. me of like that episode of, or that not episode, but that show, uh, the movie, um, uh, Deadpool where he like starts off at the very beginning. He's like, Oh my goodness. He's like, he's like, I know I just killed a guy. He's like, what, what were you thinking? Like my boyfriend <laughs> said that it was, that this was supposed to be a love story. And he's yeah. like, well, it is a love story. <laughs> so this is that, like, if you like Deadpool, you'll like this. It's a love story, but it has a lot of violence in it. So it's, it, does. it's it gives you, it's a win-win for both. It's I mean, a win-win. They're saving the world. They're saving yeah, the world. They're saving the world. You know, there's violence, there's death. You actually get to see some blood and gore. And at the same time, your girl can sit over there and actually enjoy it because of the love story that, that's developing between two couples. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. Even even Shippo at some point found somebody that he liked. You know, like everybody kind of finds somebody <laughs> that they like. Um, yeah. I mean, if you get hate mail for saying that you're gonna get girls involved in it by watching this, just send it to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will be. I will be forwarding this over to Mindy if you have a complaint. Lodge it with me, but I will be sending it to her. Um. But yeah. So like I said, just watch the show. It's a really good show. Um. And like I said, I I would I would put a fine bow on this one just to say like watch the show. It's a really good show. Um, the 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 fact that they call each other's name is going to get annoying. I'm preparing you now. If you haven't watched the show, it's going to get annoying. But eventually, you're just going to get to a point where it's so it's so like it's so obvious and it happens so much. You're just going to move right past it. Like you won't even pay attention anymore. You'll it's just be background like, all right. noise. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, cool. I just want to see who you're about to fight right now. Or what's going on. Like, I don't even, I don't even care anymore. So that's, that's how I would kind of wrap this one up. Um, do you have any um, potential closing thoughts on Inuyasha? I think that you should just watch it. Um, there is an evolution for all of the characters. So mm-hmm. it's not just, um, it's not just fighting. There is an evolution. Um, there is some satisfaction at the end of it. It doesn't just end. So yeah. um, I think it's a well-rounded show that um, she's 167. It's not a one piece where there's 2000, you know, a thousand something episodes, but it's a good long show. Yeah, for sure. Very good. And there are like eight movies afterwards, or like six movies or something like that afterwards. Like, it, it gives you everything that you need. Just, just, just watch it. I mean, watch it. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you, let me know if you like it. It's good. It's good. You won't be disappointed, I promise you, no, on you either won't. one of these shows. Um, but yeah, so that is, I guess, the episode. Um, that was fun. Um, well, thank you so much. That was great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I don't guys, get to like, geek out with people that often. <laughs> hey, you are more than welcome to geek out here. I'm glad that we. I'm glad that we had you on. So, 
Um, but yeah, guys, so like I said, in summary, this is the last episode of our Women's History Month special with Mindy from Drunk Bitches Be Like podcast. Um, we did, we obviously put her on the hot seat. As always, we got some amazing content um, and some insight into who she is as a person and not only as a person, but as a podcaster. Um, we also did a full breakdown of some Full Metal Alchemist and some Inuyasha. Um and yeah, that was it, guys. I mean, I, like I said, I'm always appreciative for you guys, um, you know, for listening and taking the time out and sticking around and supporting the show. Um, again, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Talk 12. That's Anime Talk, the number one and two. Um, and where can they find you again, Mindy? They can find us at dbblpodcast.com or hit me up on Twitter. Give us a follow at dbbl underscore podcast. Awesome. So, yeah, guys, like I said, I appreciate all of you again in closing and to remind you, we have one more episode, guys, one more episode for this season. Um, So, like I said, next week's episode will be the last one for this season before I take my three week hiatus. You already know how I do. So know that I'll be back. But one more episode in this season. And uh, I can't wait to, uh, like I said, come back with some awesome content for you guys next uh, next season. Maybe I'll reach out to Mindy again and bring her back on for another show. That would be uh, that'd be awesome. We can get some more collaboration. So I love it, um, Matt. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Hey, no problem at all. Um, and again, like I said, this has been Matt Saint Jack with Anime Talk. Peace. Good bad food.